Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Monday, September 9th. This is episode number 816. I'm going to call this the back to school episode and try to address a bunch of questions that are coming in about kids headed back, particularly to the public schools. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, so lots of stuff going on. Everybody's gone back to school. We're back to school over here at the Homeschool Resource Center. We've been uh, we've been taking what we call family admissions interviews now for several months, and we've just started up today. So it's our first day of classes. If you're anywhere in the Portland, Vancouver area here in the Pacific Northwest, and you haven't yet checked out the Firmly Planted Homeschool Resource Center, I want to encourage you to do it, uh, enrollment. I want to encourage you to do it. Enrollment is up over here. Parents are learning that they don't have to put their kids in public school. There are lots of options. Speaking of options, I want to just let you guys know a couple of things going on. First of all, I'm going to be traveling again here pretty soon. I'll be heading out to Virginia for my women's conference Faith That Speaks. So we're going to be talking about Miracle Worker, the life-changing power of following Jesus. So many good things coming up. That's September 14th in Fredericksburg. So it's coming right up. So if you live anywhere between Washington, D.C. and Richmond, Virginia, so what is that? Baltimore, Charlottesville. This includes you guys. Come on out. Be encouraged. Spend the day with me. On October 12th, I'll be in Vancouver, Washington, and I will be gathering for my women's conference. Happens once a year. Don't miss it. This is my only chance to do this on my side of the country. So come on and join us. You guys, I love being able to hug your neck and pray with you wherever you are. I love just hanging out with women from coast to coast. So who's got the best job in the world? I do. So coming out and see me at any of these events so I can say hello and hug your neck. You can find out more information at HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. Also want to let you know if you've got questions for Mailbox Monday, we would love to hear from you. You can send them to us at podcast at thebusymom.com. And please uh, keep them very short and sweet and to the point. It helps a lot if you put Mailbox Monday in the subject line and then just give us an idea of what your question is about. Part of what we want to do here is encourage you to get off the bench and onto the battlefield, not to be afraid to address what's happening in the culture around you, but rather to get off the sidelines and onto the front lines. This is what we're doing this month at MomStrong International. We're going through a study that we are calling Ambassador, and I'm really excited about it because we're watching those of you who have been hanging out with me for quite a while. Uh, It's exciting to see you guys getting off the bench and onto the battlefield and just um, not being afraid to let your voice be heard. I've said many times that the largely the reason that you're seeing the push for the LGBT agenda in the public schools is because parents have been silent for too long. We have not let our voices be heard. We we thought this was about inclusion. I guarantee you it is not about inclusion. It is about capitulation. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. I have had a ton of questions come in from people who are, have their kids in public school. And so I'm going to kind of go through them a little bit. And I'm going to link back to a whole bunch of places where you guys can find information. Uh, I want to encourage you, you know, do your homework. 
when you realize that uh, there's a new sex ed curriculum being taught at your school, go down and say, I really want to see it and uh, ask them to sh- to show it to you. There are some places like California where your kids are actually not allowed to opt out of some of these things. And that's why I'm always telling parents, listen, your kids don't belong to the state. They don't belong to the school district. They don't belong to the teacher's union. They don't belong to the school. They do belong to you. And the Bible teaches us that parents have the responsibility for raising their children in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And also we're responsible to keep them from being led astray, right? And that's so, that is so much what's happening in the culture right now. So I'm going to read this first question. It comes from a mom, a mom in Oregon. She says, hi, Heidi, I am reading Mom Strong, and I love how relatable it is. Thank you. Uh, I chose the book because recently everything that is stated on the cover hit home. So if you guys haven't read my book yet, it's called Becoming Mom Strong, How to Fight with All That's in You for Your Family and Your Faith. If you haven't picked it up, I want to encourage you to do it. It really is kind of a handbook for war, just to encourage you with some humor, uh, because I think at some point, you know, we got to laugh about some of the some of the things that are going on. Motherhood is challenging, but what we're dealing with as parents in the culture right now cannot hold a candle to what we're going to be dealing with in the next couple of years if we don't get off the bench and onto the battlefield. So this mom keeps saying, I realize now that you are an Oregon girl too. Woo, woo, shout out. Uh, May I ask how you are handling the constant battle with how our state is being run? I have a hard time wanting to stay where I fear my children's freedoms are being stripped away. I fear that my freedom as their mom is being stripped away. We live in a small town in Southern Oregon and our family is near us. Both my husband and I grew up here, but lately my urge to move has been sky high. Have you experienced this? We homeschool are for medical freedom and live by the Bible and have a small homestead, but Oregon doesn't make this life easy. Thank you for sharing your words. All right, first of all, Uh, this question comes to me a lot. The question is, do you ever feel like moving out of the Pacific Northwest? And the answer is, I want to be where God wants me to be. And one thing I've learned in my life is that when I run from something, if God doesn't say retreat, then he wants me on the battlefield. And the same thing is true for you. I think, uh, you know, there have been many times that my husband and I have thought, we'll move someplace else. But guess what? We live on the earth and Satan is working all over the world and around, and particularly here in the Pacific Northwest and in North Carolina, South Carolina, out on the eastern seaboard. We see it all the time. But God has not called us to run. And I think sometimes we've forgotten who we are. And so I want to just encourage you to remember who you are, to study God's word, because you are who God says you are. And there was a point in which my husband and I made a decision to say, you know, we're not going to be bullied out of moving away from the town and the area that we love and have invested our whole lives in. I would rather take a stand and say, no, not on my watch. These are my children. This is my home too. And we're happy to share it. But what's happening is Christians in particular, anybody who disagrees with the radical left's agenda is being pushed and bullied, and it's happening everywhere, particularly nasty in Oregon right now where they're taking uh, medical freedom away from parents. And if this, if that doesn't send a shiver down your spine, if it doesn't make you want to get up and go down and talk to lawmakers and start getting involved in the political process, I don't know what will. So we've got to be involved. And I would say rather than retreat get out onto the battlefield. So don't let them scare you. Use your voice. This is a free country. At least it is. It's a free country right now. And so I understand the fear 
And I understand watching uh, your children's freedoms being stripped away and they're pushing to strip the freedoms of parents away. And the only way to stop that is through prayer and action. We pray that God gives us wisdom and then we are moved to action. And that's why uh, I'm so passionate about equipping you on the podcast. That's why you're going to hear guests on the podcast that are going to encourage you to get off the sidelines of this thing and onto the front lines. I'm going to be linking back to a bunch of links today. I'll kind of go over some of them with you in a minute, but I'm going to give uh, read another letter for you. This says, Dear Heidi, I need your advice. My son is in second grade at Powell Valley Elementary School. Again, this is another listener from Oregon. Uh, Today, he came home with a handout about the upcoming general health education that will be taught throughout the year. The curriculum they're using is called the Great Body Shop. Have you heard of this curricula before? I'm nervous because I do not want to be naive to what the public school is trying to indoctrinate my child with, but at the same time, I don't want to overreact and opt him out of any and all health education. I guess I'm wondering what you would do and if you're familiar with the Great Body Shop. Uh, So first of all, Katie, thank you, sweet girl, for sending that letter in. Yes, I am familiar with the the Great Body Shop, and I want to encourage you. See, here's the deal. Here's what happens when they bring the sex education into the schools, especially if it's new right now. So if it's flash curriculum you're looking at, run for your cotton-picking life. Uh, Frankly, I don't see the Great Body Shop as being much better. And so I looked it up just a little bit to see what parents are saying. Also, you can opt out. So I'm going to link to... Uh, at least in the Portland Centennial School District. There's an opt-out letter online. It's a little bit hard to find. I found it for you. I'm going to link back to it in the show notes today. And for those of you who are not in this area, look at the opt-out letter that I'm going to put in the show notes today and create your own. Your students do not have to be subjected to this ridiculous misinformation that is now being called health education. There's nothing healthy about it, particularly not in Oregon and Washington and California. So uh, the Great Body Shop, everything that I've found online, by the way, it's very, very hard to actually get your hands on the curricula itself. So they'll tell you, oh, it's about this. Oh, it's about inclusion. Oh, it's about teaching kids to say no. It's about teaching kids what families are, blah, 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 blah. And they're not actually telling you what's in it. So I found an article at Pamplin Media, and they were talking about uh, this this curriculum that was adopted in 2018 for the Scapoose District in Oregon. They've adopted the same thing, and there were only two board members that voted in opposition. And honestly, uh, I'm watching board members just kind of rolling over and playing dead, which I, you know, again, you guys run for school board, you know, get off, get off, uh, off the bench and onto your school board. All right. So here's what one of those moms said. She said, in the Oregon Health Standards for Kindergarten, I'm going to let that sit, kindergarten, One of the ones that Oregon has written on their own, and this is for five-year-olds, is to, quote, discuss and communicate respectfully about people of gender identities, all gender identities, all gender expressions, and all gender sexual orientations. She went on to say, I know a number of kindergartners that can't even tie their shoes. And that standard is getting into a realm that I don't think it should be in any realm in education. She said the comprehensive inclusion of lessons around gender identity was not something she was comfortable with or would support. And she noted it's not just in one subject. She said it's throughout, starting in kindergarten, 
the gender identities, teaching kids about all of these things, which really is gender confusion. And she's talking about the Great Body Shop curriculum. And so I would encourage you, if this is in your child's school, demand to see what's in it. It's it's one thing for, honestly, you guys, sex education, can we just give it back to the parents? Really, because what we're seeing is not teaching, it's not education, it's activism. And that's what it has been. I've, I've been saying this for a long time. I'm going to say it again. Education is not neutral. Write that down. Education is not neutral. A friend of mine who is a very active uh, liberal posted on her Instagram page a couple of weeks ago a meme that said, education is political. And it was just, you know, this this black and white meme that said it over and over again, education is political. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Education is political. It absolutely is. And so I want to encourage you, if this is, your, you know, particularly I know for Flash, if, if there's anybody around who lives in Battleground, Washington, uh, get ready for the fight of your life because they're getting ready to adopt the Flash curriculum in Battleground, Washington. And you can bet I'm going to be on the forefront speaking out against that stuff. Our kids do not need to be confused about their gender and indoctrinated into this ridiculous idea that men can turn into women and women can turn into men. This is all part of what's going on with Drag Queen Story Hour. It just, oh, I'm telling you what, it's just, it's driving me nuts. So I'll link back to that in the show notes today for you. I'll also link back to the Oregon Health Education Standards so you can see what they are. You might be uh, surprised and frustrated. I'll link back to a family opt-out letter that if you don't know where to find a family opt-out letter, um, I can just, I'll encourage you, just make your own. How about you just write, I am the parent of so-and-so child, and I do not want my child in your sex education program. Therefore, I am taking my child out during the time that that you are teaching this uh, this curriculum. And honestly, parents, it's going to mean that it's going gonna, it's gonna to be work for you. Go down and make sure your kid isn't indoctrinated. The unfortunate thing is this is not just in the sex education curriculum itself. It is throughout it is everywhere. And so uh, in most of the cases in schools, right, after a student approaches a teacher with a sexual health question, that educator has to decide whether or not to answer the student by um, giving her her opinion. And really, it's opinion, right? Um, if she doesn't know that the parents had decided to opt their child out of that school's sex education class, bam, you're going to have an an immediate uh, sort of conflict of interest. And there are lots of things like this that are happening right now around the country. Parents who are trying to say, listen, I don't want my kids in this uh, this program, but wouldn't you know it, they're getting it it anyway. And uh, it really is, it really is sad. I looked up a, uh, an article, I was trying to find it, and I'll link back to a couple of them in the show notes today so you guys can can kind of go there and and see for yourself. But my friend Elizabeth Johnston has a uh, a, a website called The Activist Mommy, and she put an article on the 21st of August saying parents are outraged after a California teacher hands out gender identity worksheets on his first day of school. She writes, if public schools want to push pro-LGBT and gender identity curriculum, they're going to meet their match in parents who refuse to stay silent and accept institutionalized sexual perversion without a fight, because that's really what this is. After Luis Alvarado, a science teacher at Denaire Middle School in Northern California, attempted to explain his own gender confusion and preference uh, for the title MX rather than Mr., 
what do you, I don't even know how you say that, mix? I don't even know. Uh, with the gender identity worksheet on the first day of school, parents rightfully spoke out. The worksheet was created by the Trans Student Education Resource, and it's all over the internet, invites students to explore and itemize all the different facets of their gender. So the different facets, meaning you're not a boy or a girl. You could be a boy one day and a girl one day. Your gender expression might not match with your gender identity. Who you're physically attracted to might not match with uh, what you identify with on any given day, right? So gender expression, assigned sex, you know, because the sex indicated by your genitals when you first came into the world is only a tiny fraction of your gender makeup, of course, right? This is the ridiculous that that they're teaching. This is the nature of the ridiculousness that they are teaching your children right now in the public schools. She goes on to say, how ironic that this confusing, condescending, wholly inappropriate piece of trash was shared by a science teacher. A science teacher. In a statement to the Modesto B, Denaire Unified School District Superintendent Terry Metzger clarified that the handout, quote, was not an assignment and students were not required or asked to fill it out. Well, that's that's refreshing. Uh, Metzger also acknowledged that parents had not been notified by the teacher or the district about the handout and Alvarado did not seek permission from the principal before pushing this garbage onto his students. USA Today reported that roughly 50 students received the handouts before the principal stepped in. Now, this is this is really important because uh, notice the school is like, well, I don't know. We we didn't know that was going to happen. And here you've got this teacher who's confused about his own gender telling the kids, hey, don't call me Mr. anymore. Call me Mix or whatever. And the teacher uh, should be held accountable, but the school district won't say how they're doing that. According to the Daily Mail, the step-parent of one student posted their thoughts on the face on Facebook saying the teacher said because he was transgender and the kids had lots of questions that he thought this would be beneficial to them, which is the most ridiculous excuse I've ever heard. I don't care what you identify as, that's your decision, but no one has the right to ask my child these questions that have absolutely nothing to do with what you're teaching in the classroom. Remember I said that education is not neutral? education is not neutral. It never is. The Bible teaches us in Luke 640 that when a student is fully trained, he will be like his teacher. All right. So I'm going to link back to an article today also over at Elizabeth's website called How to Clean Up Your School and Stop the Revolution. And basically, it's just giving you lots of ideas for how to get involved. If your kids are in public school, how you can get involved. Uh, He gives 10 suggestions, and these are kind of big chunks to bite off. But uh, I'm going to have you guys take a deep breath and I'm going to read them for you here. Here's the first one. First, change needs to be yourself. Pick yourself up by your bootstraps. If you've put off reading the school's policies, your child's curriculum, the recommended reading list and the school newsletter, do it ASAP and then say a prayer for wisdom and courage. Find like-minded parents who will join you as watchdogs and warriors and do what needs to be done. Then go to it. These are your children. You guys, you don't get a do-over. We get one shot at raising our kids. You don't get a do-over. You know, we all know that when our kids come to us, their minds are soft, right? They're kind of like wet cement. And whatever that imprint is that you're putting on the hearts and minds of your child, that's your responsibility as a parent. And if those hearts and minds are being imprinted by people who don't love the Lord and have a an activist, godless agenda that they want to stamp on the heart of your child, you're going to have a hard time rooting that out. This author suggests moving your kids to a Christian school or homeschooling them, but if that's not an option, and you guys know how I feel about this, 
Research and vigilance are your assignment. Two, get rid of teachers' unions. I've been talking about this for a long time. Uh, Who's the boss? You are, taxpayers. And if parents get active, you can make sure that the destructive anti-child, anti-American, pro-abortion policies of the NEA and its local affiliates don't bleed all over into your local school. Three, monitor your library. Cannot say that enough. Are there LGBTQ materials readily available or promoted? Uh, Are there divisive racial politics like disrespect for law enforcement or praise for communists like Guy Chavera or Castro, right? Are they highlighted in these exhibits? Wander around the library on your next visit and have a chat. If you start to see anti-American themes or promotion of high-risk deviant behaviors, take photos, post them on social media, write to the school board. Um, you, I mean, he's saying what I've been saying forever and ever, which is you got to get involved for, are there openly homosexual or gender defiant teachers at your school? And what are they teaching the kids? Right. I just read to you about that. Five is the publisher scholastic still featured at your school's book fairs. I went to a Christian school, kindergarten through 12th grade and scholastic boy, we waited for those, those, uh, floppy little paper handouts to come out what is months a month and we could order books and we loved it. I'm telling you what, they are proudly and openly promoting uh, gender uh, identity politics, LGBTQ uh, pride material. It's crazy now and it needs to end. This is being sent to your kids. Scholastic is not family friendly. It's certainly not uh, friendly for Christian families. That's for sure. Six, go to school board meetings. That actually should might be number one in my book. Um, and confirm that boys and girls are going to use separate facilities and join separate sports teams. I know it's crazy, right? But you got to find out. If your kid's in middle school, check to see if they are teaching comprehensive sex education. I know it sounds innocuous, you guys, but it's not. It's a code for X-rated, porn-based, abortion-promoting, child sexualization lessons. Trust me, I've seen it. Um, find out what the sex education program is in your school. If it goes by the name Comprehensive Sex Education or Flash Curriculum, actually, whatever it goes by, check it out because uh, it's not what it used to be. I remember when I was in school, some of you guys might remember this. You know, we were in school and they separated the boys and the girls for sex education. And it was always horrifying, right? And it was just the basics, right? The birds and the bees. This is basic anatomy. And we all couldn't kind of look at each other. And I, you know, people say, well, that was so repressive. I'd, I'd like to go back to that. I'd like to go back to that because uh, I got to have a childhood and we're we're robbing these kids of their childhood. Um, eight, um, are the teachers and staff forced to attend pro-LGBTQ acceptance training? Find out by starting conversations with some of the staff. Again, very important. Uh, so many things. Um, this guy said, find out by starting conversations with the staff, then watch for the fallout ridiculous pronoun policies or secrecy about student gender identities with parents intentionally kept in the dark until the damage is done. As one heartbroken dad recently wrote to USA Today, and I'll link back to that article uh, as well today. Um, And they said, find out about religion. Too many parents have discovered outrageous lessons pushing the core tenets of Islam. 10, turn to God and don't be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus. Urge your kids to pray around the pole on September 25th. That's coming right up. We're doing it here also at the Homeschool Resource Center and to stand visibly for Christian values. Uh, And you know what, you guys? The light of Jesus will dispel the darkness. It really will. We just have work to do. So I've got lots of things to link back to in the show notes today. I know that there are a whole bunch of you that have 
sent me emails regarding this particular thing because you're going back to school and you're seeing it again in the fall. We just had a couple of families here in Vancouver pull their kids out of the school district, one of the districts here, because there was uh, a threat of an active, uh, possibly an active shooter, a student who was threatening to come and shoot up the school. And this mom called the resource center and she's like, I can't take it anymore. So I said, hey, pull your kids out. We'll help you. You guys, where there's a will, there's a way. The Lord of Heaven's armies will help you. These are his children. These are his children. I want to encourage you, protect them, shelter them, love them, teach them truth. And the way they learn truth is through their parents. I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. As always, we really love it when you leave reviews for the show. You can do that by going over to iTunes. It really helps us get it out there. Uh, I told you recently that we are up into, what, 25 million downloads now here at the podcast. We love it when you share it with your friends and uh, help other parents to get off of the bench and onto the battlefield and stay faithful to who God says you are. Have a great day, everybody, and I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.